So for these people that they're not, you know, they're not at 10 grand a month yet. They're trying to figure their life out. You know, they're like, dude, Marcus, I, I get what you're saying. I don't even know where the first thing to start is. What do they do? Join recession proof. Join recession proof. Easy. <laughs> Easy. Join recession proof. Join wealthy investor, whatever. But One of the two. The the honestly um is start working, doing something you don't want to do. Mm. Like the easiest something way. Something uncomfortable. Just get uncomfortable. Like, I'm not going to tell you a, a, a streamlined path because I don't know what it is that you desire. Right. The issue is you have to do something and do something that makes you uncomfortable and be, because that just strengthens your work ethic. If you your work ethic changes everything, it doesn't matter what goes on in life. I, I continue to work. Always going to work. I'm always going to get up and go. You get comfortable. If you're in a position where you're not making the money you want to make, I guarantee you, you have more downtime and stressed and, and worry time than you do actually working and being uncomfortable. Yeah. You're and more, then you'll forget about the stress and the worry because you're busy. Yeah. And then you, you get so busy and pissed off with the work that you're doing that you don't want to do. You figure out something to do that's easier, that's more lucrative, that makes more money, that yeah. goes, man, I'm tired of doing this, but I'm living off of this. I'm yeah. not going to stop. So it just it, it's, it's a snowball effect. That's why I say. Go get a job at McDonald's. You know, it's funny. I just watched the movie last night. Flaming Hot is mm. about the Flaming Hot Cheetos creator. Gotcha. And he, you know, he was a Mexican guy. He was gang banging. And he finally goes legit and gets a job at Frito-Lay. And he's the janitor. He's literally the lowest of the low. And you know, he's like, yeah, I'm going to work really hard and move my way up and all this stuff. Eight years later, mm. he's still the janitor. He hasn't moved up. But he's like employee of the month. Like everyone loves this guy. It's not that he's like a bad employee. He's like really good. And he's learning from all these other people trying to like be a a Swiss army knife for the company. I understand. So long story short, the company's going through layoffs and all this stuff. And um, he wants to save jobs in the factory. And he's like, look, I have an idea that we do as Mexicans. We we love spice on all of our foods. We're throwing spice on mangoes. We're throwing it on chips. We're throwing it on everything and you guys have nothing that would appeal to the mexican demographic you guys just have cool ranch doritos you know and and cheese cheetos yeah and so he basically formulates this um you know concoction which ends up becoming the flaming hot cheeto which Mm. is the best-selling product of all time in that space Mm. it's outsold every kind of chip you can imagine and um you know, he had the balls to like call up the CEO and like pitch him the idea and all this stuff. But, mm. you know, long story short, he ends up doing that and then he gets promotions and becomes, you know, multimillionaire with the company for like 40 years, all this stuff. Yeah. But I guess the moral of that story is he just started from somewhere. <laughs> He's like, yo, I got to get my foot in the door. I'm the janitor. Mm-hmm. Screw it. This is better than what I'm currently doing. I'm not having ego about it. I'm going to be the best janitor there is. But that opportunity of him being the best, that that work ethic and the and the foot, the, the attitude and tenacity that he exposed and shared within that organization gave him the ability to open his mouth to mm-hmm. even pitch the CEO because that CEO asks, who is this guy? And he goes, OK, his 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 reputation was good. Yep. He was known for being a hard worker. OK, so you're dependable. You're trustworthy. Yep. You've established these things as a person. So I rather look at somebody who's trustworthy, who's dependable, who's hardworking and give an opportunity to somebody who's 
okay, yeah, you've been a janitor eight years, but you call in sick every single month. You yeah. don't show up for work. You, you, you're, you're, but you probably wouldn't even make it that long. <laughs> right. But working overtime, imagine exactly the amount of time that he was able to make it to get to that opportunity that changed his life. Yep. He was a janitor for eight years. And when the opportunity presented itself, he showed up. Yeah. And like one thing too, that sticks out to me about that story is like, we're both entrepreneurs. So like yeah. we're unemployable, <laughs> you yeah, know? Yeah, so yeah. like I've never even considered the thought of jobs or anything else. I've always hustled just like you. Yeah. And I've had a job before though. I had jobs. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. never had a job. Never so I don't know. I did, I did. I did. I, did. <laughs> I worked in a warehouse. Um, I, man, I, I fell on hard times. I worked in a warehouse mm. and I still treat it like a hustle. Yeah. Bro, I worked 86 hours one week. We were trying to, I was trying to figure out, they was like, yo, unlimited overtime. I was sleeping in the car four hours, six hours, go right back in, clock wow. in. I wanted, I'm like, yo, it was make a thousand a week. I said, yo, how can I make like three thousand dollars in one week? Bro, I went so hard, it was ridiculous. <laughs> but it was literally like I treated like I'm I'm like here. it was your business. Yeah. Not my business. My ability to make money. Yeah. It's my hustle. Yeah. This is what I can. I can sell my time I, yeah, I and can, my labor. I can get as much as I want to put into it, essentially. And I, I I remember seeing people who was working 40 hours and I'm like, bro, I'm doubling you. You're not even coming in for overtime. Yeah. Like it was like we would work 312s. They would just do 36. Yeah. And then you, we look at our checks and I got all my dependents all the way up. So I'm maxing it out. <laughs> I'm keeping. And I'm looking, I'm going, you made 400. I made 2,500. Yeah. This is the difference. Yeah. But you're okay here. Yeah. But now, look at life now. It's This is why I am who I am. The work ethic was always there. You I'm, just found better opportunities. Because I was tired of doing this. Like, I fell on hard time and I'm like, I, I had no opportunity. It was nothing. I had no choice. Yeah. But I'm not going to starve. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to starve. I have to eat. How long ago was that? 2000, probably a decade ago. Yeah. Yeah. Over a decade ago. Yeah. So that's the thing when I go, I'm willing when I, it was the time when I got to Atlanta, it's like, I'm willing to do whatever it takes. Yeah. It's not going to be a time where I go, oh, it's something I'm not willing to do. Like, but you say like unemployable at this point, <laughs> what I've learned, the internet wasn't popular. Yeah. It wasn't a bunch of people on YouTube spewing out information and, and ideas. Like nobody was giving me saying you can go and do this. I'm like, Give me the ideas, I'll go do it. Yeah. Now, mentorship wasn't as popular. No. Learning the Wealth Academy, Recession, these things didn't exist. Yeah. It wasn't as cool. It was like, oh man, this wasn't people that I look like that I can relate to doing these things. Right. So now I go, nah, you have, there's so many podcasts out here. You could sit down for a week and consume. You can go through the Wealthy Show for a week. Yeah. And build multiple different businesses or have ideas and you can take pieces. Somebody's going to teach me about credit. Somebody's teaching about real estate. Somebody came on to talk about content creation, yeah. how to monetize social media. Somebody talked about podcasts. There's so many things that I can take from these podcasts and the show. In a week, I can literally start a six-figure business if I'm willing to work and I got the drive. Yeah. 100%. It's, it's free. Yeah. It's free. It's free. You can go and pay for it. Yeah. And you can pay for extensive help. You can. But you're paying a shortcut it. That's what you're paying for. But if you're willing to grind it out, you don't have to pay nobody. 
Yeah. It's just going to take you a little bit longer and a little bit more elbow grease, but you can get it done. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't exposed to it then. Let's just not say it didn't, it wasn't there. I wasn't exposed to it. Right. Like I am now. So, but you were saying about the unemployable, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like at the end of the day, (laughs) I I don't even remember what point I was making now because you got me fired up. (laughs) But uh, yeah, I mean, just like for me, I'm unemployable and you are at this point as well. (laughs) Um, But there's so many opportunities out there, like the Frito-Lay guy where you can go work for you or me. And you know, there's so much opportunity available to you. You don't have to be the guy who is constantly innovating the next new idea in business and marketing. And because like what we have to learn as entrepreneurs is a lot of different skills to make the business successful. I got to learn P&Ls, investing, social media, leadership. There's a lot of skills I got to learn. Yeah. And then there's, you know, my employees who don't have to learn those skills. They got to learn just the one skill that they're in charge of. And if they do that skill really well, they can have a great life. You know, there's lots of opportunities. Yeah, not hundred percent. And that's the, that's the key. That's, that's just what I look at is that even with my business partners and people who, who, who work for me, we've created different revenue streams. Yeah. So my HR guy came in, helped build out, build the business up. And I tell people all the time, I don't hire based off of pay. I hire based off of commitment to the organization. And I don't have to, I don't pay off of the scale of this is what you should be paying for this job position. Right. Oh, you're committed to the company. I could pay you less, Mm -hmm. but I also can build opportunities for us to make money together. Yeah. So now we do events. We may do, we do our boot camps together. He does, you know, offering all a car, all a car services to where he goes out and generates more income. Yeah. And, it, and it's, you know, based off of our partnership and my brand helps elevate that tremendously. Yeah. I bring opportunities to him. So these are things that he came in. He may be, it may be looked at as like, oh, he was an employee, but no, he's his own business. Like yeah. he operates his own business. He has other opportunities. And that's a great thing that I look at. And I tell a lot of people that build brands, like once you build a brand, it's so many ways for other people to monetize with you. Yeah. With your brand, yeah. if you can strategically create it, it will help you save on your bottom line and generate more income together. Yeah. And, and if they're happier, they're going to be even better for your company. A thousand percent. And so we have a, a program called Wealthy Business. And one thing we talk about is the financial paycheck and the emotional paycheck. So mm-hmm. people are always going to have a combination of both when you hire them. Yeah. Right. So it's like, to your point, they'll take less financially if the emotional paycheck is really high, the culture's good, they're appreciated, they're respected, they know there's opportunity for growth, yeah. you know, there's more opportunities. And so I've had many people, to your point, who come work for me for less than another job because the emotional paycheck is far yes. higher than the financial. But if you if you neglect the emotional side and you make it purely a transaction, you're yeah. going to end up having to pay financially a lot and that's that's basically what they call the golden handcuffs in corporate it's like you have to just keep paying them more to keep them because they're unsatisfied a hundred percent and that's is 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 things that you learn yeah that that you can't be that's that wasn't something i was taught i just learned it because i started seeing the people who stayed with me yeah why are they still with me it was the commitment to the overall goal. It was the commitment to what we set out to do. It was the commitment to the company organization. It was stronger than everything else. 